There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episode seven of season one of Vagrant Queen. Oh my gosh. Okay. I still can't get past all the awesome slow-mo 3D thing. Yeah. That, that's just the best thing. Before we jump into this episode, we still haven't heard anything about another season. No. Nope. We're still hoping, but why don't you hit us with some ratings news before we jump all in? All right. Episode six brought in a 0.03 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.208 million viewers making it the 124th rated cable show for the day. So our viewership bumped up by about 40,000, and our ranking jumped up about eight spaces, but our 18 to 49 dropped a point, so Makes who knows? zero sense. Zero. Okay, episode seven, Sunshine Express Yourself. Okay. Alita leaves the team to take a new scav job while Isaac and Amay battle hijackers on board a train. Hmm, that sounds nice and simple, but alas, Curlo Station, not in our galaxy. Our gang discover that Winnie has in fact not been stolen, well, per se, <laughs> it's been impounded, and they are required to pay for a train ride to get to the impound lot, and apparently it's not cheap. No. That's not even counting how much they have to pay to get Winnie out. Right, which I have a feeling was going to be quite expensive. Yeah, especially. Isaac and his parking tickets. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like when we get to the end and that guy's like, whoa, there's a lot. <laughs> I'm like, Isaac, come on, dude. But anyway, as they board the Sunshine Express. Amay is trying once again to convince Alita to stay with him, and it is all for naught. She yep. said, at least I'm glad you're keeping Winnie. It's like, what? At this point, how much is it's going to be to get out? Maybe, like, Isaac's share anyway. You know, you never right. know. Or ten times that. Right. And Alita's like, all right, bye. And she's off to the bar train, or the train bar. <laughs> yeah, the bar car. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> Oh, jeez. I think lockdown's got my brain on lockdown. Yep. And Amay and Isaac start looking through cars to try to find a seat, and apparently they kind of overbooked the strain. Yeah. Well, they make That's it- their total source of income for the whole planet. Is, That's what it seems train. like. Yeah. Even Isaac made a comment of, about the whole economy being them scamming, scamming people for <laughs> to ride, have to ride the train. Yeah, biggest scam there is, apparently. Amay does manage to kind of sort of find a seat when a very attractive looking young lady who is trying to keep a really weird looking guy. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> away from her and she's like, oh, hey, I saved you a seat. And Isaac's like, <laughs> well, go ahead. One of us should have fun. 
<laughs> I was like, oh, jeez. Really, Isaac? But it was still kind of funny. Because then he goes off to try to find his own seat. And, well, everybody's separated. So, of course, something's going to happen. Oh, yeah. When Alita is at the bar, she orders alcohol from the robot bartender. And he's like, which type? And she's like, alcohol. I'm like, okay, grain alcohol? What are you looking for? Yeah. You know? And how do they know what a British accent is? Yeah, see, even the pod dog agrees. That's You're right. Kind of yeah, because the robot bartender has definitely got a British accent. You know what I'm wondering? <laughs> it's like how much stuff has managed to kind of come through like wormholes into their galaxy. Maybe, Very true. Maybe it was a British robot after all. Could be. Kind of like Doctor Who. You sound like you're from North. Well, a lot of planets have a North. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. But we also get a flashback as she's sitting there waiting for her alcohol to eight years ago when her mother was shot. And her mother says, trust no one. You can only trust yourself. And again, the pod dog agrees. Yes. And then two days later in the flashback, she's on a little transport ship pod kind of thing. And she gets a message stating that they received her distress call, which I'm kind of shaking my head. Like, did her mom turn something on? Because they were trying to get away from Lazaro. So right. Well, I no, kind of didn't trust that. Yeah. Well, yeah. When she first got shipped out, she did send out a distress call. Okay. That's what I wasn't sure about. I'm like, wait. But Alita turns off the communications without replying because she doesn't know who it is. No. She's very sounds like some, Yeah. Sounds like somebody from Texas. <laughs> it's like, mm, nope, not listening to you, not talking to you. That's fine. So we come back to the present and we see Terrence, a scavenger who claims she worked a job previously with Alita joining her. And Alita kind of sort of recognizes her, but at the same time is like, meh. I think she just wants to get super drunk and get Winnie and get out at this point. Even when she offers her a job and the past associate's like, well, you know, are you sure? Because and Alita's just like, no, just stopping you right there. Okay, I guess. Until she hears something, her ears perk up a little bit later because we see Terrence arguing with another scavenger about the job on Ariopa. And Alita all of a sudden is like, well, you didn't say that. Right. Like, all right, I will take that gig because I want to get to Ariopa and take care of Lazaro. I don't think it's going to work that easy, but okay, I will just go along for the ride. Yeah. Where did that come from? The job? And, and no, well, not only the job, her desire to go back to Ariopa to take care of Lazaro because that's what Isaac and May told her that they needed to do. And she was going, no, I'm not going anywhere near there i know i don't know if it's just because she had caught some of the news broadcast right and it's like that he was in her. charge now yeah. yes and maybe that's what it is it's just kind of like i can't let him be in charge because we know he's not just in charge right so maybe that's what's changing her mind but i guess we'll find out i'm assuming we're gonna get some more information but the associate says hey there's a small ship waiting just ahead but in order to get to it, they need to jump off the train. Fail. Yeah. Well, that sounds so easy. And again, I'm thinking, really? That's like looking like a high-speed train, kind of like those ones in, was it Japan? Yes. I, I don't think you want to jump off those. Not at all. Is there like less gravity? I don't know. 
I'm just hoping she bounces. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> the ground soft, something. Yeah, something. But she does it. Just, just boop, right off the back. No big deal. Again, I feel like jumping off the monorail at Disney. I don't think I could do it. No. <laughs> and you get this really awesome visual because she's walking through this field of like flowers. And I was expecting some kind of flashback at this point. Right. But instead, she ends up getting a call on her communication bracelet from Isaac. And she dropped it to the ground. And I'm like, that's not good. No. Isaac's calling you. This is probably kind of important. A little bit more than just... I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, bud, why don't you come back down here? No, no, no. As she continues walking, we get another flashback to her escape pod. And this time, we're a week later. and. Uh, uh, this is like starting to get like kind of I don't know sad, <laughs> like, right? Because she finally decides to respond to the guy because the guy just keeps talking to her. It's like, hey, if you need something, let me know. And finally responding, and when we sh- get shown a few days later from that, she's just chatting up a storm, and you know he's telling her jokes about supply runs gone wrong, and. And he's like, your supplies are probably getting low. We can be there in a heartbeat. All you have to do is turn on your locator. And we see that she's getting close to doing it. Right. But she had also at this point given him the name Alita. Right. So I'm like, all right, something's going to happen. And I was really starting to worry. Right. So we don't get to finish this because we come back to Alita at her location where she was supposed to get the transport. And I'm like, yeah, could we have just finished that, please? Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I want to know what's going on. Right. Oh, it was driving me crazy. But hey, she's greeted by a whole bunch of guns. I thought she was going to basically take all those people out. Right. But instead, she's just like, yeah, you got a ship for me. Terrence sent me. It's like, oh, hey, yeah, come on. Like, all right, if it was that easy. But on the radio, who do we hear? Oh, good old Lazaro. Yes. With his craptastic speech. Yeah. <laughs> and Alita's How the world's sick. going to be a better place to live oh now that God. I'm in charge. Could he lay it on any thicker? No. Impossible. Because yeah. it was thick as molasses in the winter. Right? And the guy's like, yeah, he sounds like a pretty decent guy, huh? I'm like, no. She might kill you for that. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not talk about Lazaro, dude. But Alita's taken to the ship. And she's like. Wow, this is the ship. Okay. He's like, yeah, it's kind of small, but yeah, it's fine. You'll fit. And oh, yeah, but the regulator, it's only got about two jumps before it fries, but should get you there and back. I love it. Should. You know, it's like, "Mm, I don't trust that. No. And she's like, not saying anything. Just like, all right, yeah, I'm going to do this. And the guy's like, hey, your area open, right? Are you going for the party? And I'm guessing it has to do with the ears. Right. Because it seems like everybody that we've seen thus far from Ariopa have those little, like, fin-like ears. Right. And she's like, oh, yeah, maybe. Don't worry. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. It's like she's kind of thinking to herself, but saying it out loud. And the guy right. has no clue what's going on. No. Yeah, he goes, alrighty then. <laughs> okay. And now we get the other flashback. And this is when I'm like, okay, good. Because Alita, it's two weeks after the attack. She does say her supplies are gone. And he's like, listen, kid, don't don't kill yourself. Just give me your location. We'll be there in a jiff and help you out. And she puts on the locator button for a second. 
But he manages to slip up. Yeah. Because she turns it off and he's like, Aldaya, just tell us where you are. Right. Like, she's about to turn it back on again, too. Like, she she doesn't hear it. Then she's like, hold hold on, what? Yeah. What did you call me? Yeah, that's not the name I gave you. No. And it turns out it is a Republic soldier when we get to see that. And he is freaking the hell out because it's been, what, two weeks? Yeah. And he's been trying to get this and he really screwed up. Right. So. Yeah, I wouldn't want to see what Lazaro does to him. No, 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 no. It's like, ooh, she pulls herself together, and I don't know how she gets out of that, though, because we don't get to see that part. No. Like, it's going to be a scavenger. I do, when we first see her in, in the ship, we get this really focused look on her face. Like, she's going to do this, and nothing's going to stop her. Mm-hmm. Yet, when she makes it to area open space, it softens some, and you can see some little lingering doubt about what she's actually trying to do so you kind of go hmm what does this mean yes because it's like okay does she realize this is not going to be easy and definitely not something she can do alone right did it take that long being alone to realize i tried going on my own before and i like it much better with my group right because if somebody screws up Somebody else can help pull you out. So let's see what happens. Yeah. But we get to go back to Amay and her new friend. I mean, she does have people at every port. We did hear them say that before. (laughs) No joke. (laughs) Although, seriously, like Amay's attitude. I love the way they wrote her because she is so easygoing and she just seems like one of those people that'll just chat up anybody anyway. Right. And probably would make friends super easy. Most definitely. Of course, it probably didn't hurt that she was talking about how she had to take her pilot's test half naked and covered in slime. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, because this woman is like, oh, well, that's very entertaining and so glad you've agreed to sit with me. And when at first when she offered her something to drink, I'm like, is she going to drug her or something? Right. <laughs> like, I don't trust anybody. That's so bad. <laughs> I'm like, is this going to turn really bad? It's like, they're going to sell her organs. What are we doing? No, this isn't a horror movie. but. It got really kind of like, oh, oh my, because yeah. <laughs> Amay was asked out on a date. And she's like, oh, uh, oh, no. When she was asked then if there's someone else, she's like, maybe. I'm like, okay, so everything we've seen so far, I'm assuming, is what they were trying to lead up with. Right. It should have been more subtle, but whatever. <laughs> and uh, so Amay realizes hey, wait, the maybe is still on board. So she goes, look for her. And instead of finding Alita, she runs into the bounty hunters on her way to the bar. And it's like, hi. She doesn't know who they are. She just walks past them because they haven't done anything yet. Right. And that one bounty hunter looked so familiar. (laughs) Yeah. And I can't place it. I'm, I'm hoping once the episode is out for several days and IMDb updates, because it always seems to be several days later. Right. They update with the extra people that are in there that it'll be like, oh, yeah, sir. Yeah. So sometimes it takes like two weeks before you really get like all of the people. Right. Anyway, sorry. Let me come back. (laughs) Ave does make it to the bar and calls out for Alita. And I'm like, why does everybody (laughs) stop and look at her? (laughs) I don't know. It was like something out of 16 candles or whatever. Right. (laughs) Oh, okay. Keep going. And 
Terrence is like, oh, hey, she's not here. And like, well, where is she? Oh, hey, nice com badge. Now, why do you want a com badge? Isn't it connected to the other com badges? Like, or is it supposed to be like a phone? I was assuming it was part of like the ship and like stuff like that. Right. But I'm sure that you could have it re-engineered to whatever you wanted it to connect to. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, they are scavengers, I'm sure. They're well aware of how to do things like that. Yeah. Oh, let's go to Isaac, who has tried a couple of the train trolleys to get a snack, finally finds something, and sits down on somebody's purse. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You know what? Can you not sit on my stuff? He's lucky he didn't get slapped. Yeah. Now, and this person looked familiar to me. And even with the whole... That was good Prosthetics makeup. and everything. At first I go, hmm, that looks like a character I've seen before. I thought and she looked similar to a Star Wars character. Exactly. I did too. But I even looked the character up and went, no, not quite. Yeah. It just has that feel. <laughs> I guess so. I think Isaac is eternally on the search for pigskins. Yes. Um, <laughs> and can't ever find anything. So he- No. He's eating something. I don't think he's questioning it anymore. And as he's eating it, he's complaining about the tune being played, wondering if they ever play anything else. Right. And it was a very annoying it little was, tune. It was, because it was like that high-pitched kind of music sound, too. It's like, ugh. Yeah. No. A, a kid show theme song. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Something straight out of Candle Cove for us to yes. listen mind to. <laughs> Isaac does offer his seat companion some snacks. And man, did she not look like she was going to punch him in the face just because. <laughs> oh, and it gets so much worse. Oh, it does. <laughs> Later, Isaac had fallen asleep on her shoulder. I hope he wasn't drooling. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> and he awakes suddenly to the announcement of the Republic leaders having been killed. And, oh, there's a new news conference for the new leader. And he kind of like shrank down in his seat yeah and the lady's like oh you're not a fan of the new leader either it's like oh okay so we know at least she's not like oh yay lazaro right i'm like all right i, I can get behind this already thinking right she's much be better, better than teammate. yeah much better than the guy that alita got the ship from at least right and uh, hey guess what here comes those two hoodlums and it's like all right they're gonna make their move we, of course, don't know what's happening. I'm like, are they hijacking the train? Right. We have no information. No. But they finally get to the car where Isaac's in, and we see their target is the person sitting with Isaac. Oh, no. Great. Why did it have to be Isaac? I mean, we love him, but he's not exactly the badass out of the group. No, not even close. So he thinks that they're after him, and the woman's like, I know they're after me. So both of them try to make a run for the door, and they manage to shoot the lock so they can't open it. It's like, crap, crap, crap. And I love it, because he's like, wait, you're on the run? And she's like, what are you doing? It's like, um, (laughs) never mind. Yeah. (laughs) So, great. They're trying to get out. They can't do anything. And the woman's like, help me. Okay, I can do this. Isaac, oh, you're not good at thinking (laughs) on your feet either. No, he's not. Because the woman's like, tell him you're going to shoot me. And all of a sudden, Isaac tries to turn this into a hostage situation. Oh, I'm sorry. And let me clarify. 
They did not shoot the door. Somebody locked it from the other side. I right, spoke. yeah. I forgot about that <laughs> that little creep. Yeah. Anyway, so as Isaac takes control, I say that with quotes around that, like, mm, not really. He's like, all right, listen, listen. What do you want, man? We don't want this to go bad. And he's like, I want maple syrup. And of course, <laughs> nobody knows what the hell he's talking about. No. As they duck behind the seats and Isaac's like, can you tell me what's going on? She's like, there's a noise on my head. And all of the other serologists. And he's like, sad geologist. Yeah. <laughs> no, you moron. That's not what I said. But we're all being forced to go to Areopa or we die. And I'm thinking, well, when you get to Areopa, you're going to die anyway. Right. And somehow, here's where Isaac does play well with others. He figured out, oh, it's about the steer said, right? And she's like, what? What? How yeah. Do you, <laughs> you know about that? Right. It's like, he's like, listen, listen. Okay. I got friends on the train. They'll help. So, of course, he tries to call Alita, and she didn't answer because she had thrown her bracelet away. And then he tries to call May, and Terrence answers. She's like, never call this again. <laughs> and the lady's like, really? You don't have friends yeah. on the train. Yeah, you know, no. <laughs> and then he starts screaming, what was it? He wanted maple syrup, and he wanted something else. Hockey tickets. <laughs> like, who's hockey ticket? Yeah. No, actually, it was Canadian football. Grey Cup oh, tickets. Oh, was that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, who's that? Yeah. The guy said, I don't know a Grey tickets. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, so confused. I'm like, well, you know, he can, I guess, spin a tail at this point. That's one thing he's doing. But he's hoping to buy time somehow. But unfortunately, as he gets up to try to make another random demand... Amay walks in the car behind the bounty hunters and she keeps walking and she's like, Isaac, what are you doing? Well, yeah, oh. of course she's got the gun to the lady's head. So, of course, she's going to go, what? And I'm like, Amay, no. <laughs> and all I'm thinking is, oh, you're standing right behind the people and then kind of pushes past them. Right. And I'm like, oh. So they're like, oh, well, hey, let's do this. They put the gun to May's head. Right. And we'll make a trade. Right. Let's make a deal. Let the woman go, and we'll let your friend go. And I love it because the woman then pulls out a weapon, holds it under her own chin. Yeah. It's like, what? what is happening? <laughs> and everybody is kind of confused at this point, including a very confused May, who they finally let go. And thankfully, security shows up and manages to... Get the bounty hunters just in time because they're like, they're trying to hijack the train. And zap, you get several million volts of laser focused sunshine. <laughs> that was great. That guy was way too happy for me. Oh, yeah. Well, they all were. I know. It's like, what are you on? Yes. <laughs> and the woman is like, Isaac, we can't stay here. We need to make a run for it before security figures out what's going on. So they do. They go to, I'm assuming, the next car or between right. the cars. And they jump off the train, too. It's like, everybody's jumping off this train. Yeah. <laughs> now, this is what confused me. Because we don't know how much time has passed before the bounty hunters end up waking up from being shocked. Right. And they end up fighting back and getting away. But they end up catching up to our people. It's like, how? You don't even know where they are. Right. It's not like you were out for about three seconds and made your break. I don't think it was very long because this the guy says that he's having to do the report and he hates doing the report. So 
I kind of think that it it was a few minutes at the most. Yeah, but the train's the, traveling pretty fast. Very true. This is like a math problem, kiddos. Yeah. <laughs> so for all you homeschooling, use this as a math problem. Right. Geometry. How far the train got. Yeah, it's like, okay, pull out the protractor, start doing this. Amay does inform the group that Alita's gone. She took a job, and she's not even supposed to be on planet. And Isaac was very upset because, oh, I thought if given her enough time, she'd forgive me. Maybe eventually, but I don't think this has been enough time. No, not, not even close. It's been like not even a day, I think. It's <laughs> going to be a little more than that. And of course, Amay is like, I totally should have talked to her more. And Isaac's like, it's not your fault. It's my fault. I screwed up. And we have our serologist like, are you done? Yeah, we need to get moving now. TikTok people, let's move. And she starts to explain things about the steers ed. And they were asking questions. Now, I'm really surprised she wasn't like, how do you know this? But I think at that point, the fact that they knew anything about the steers ed, she's like, oh, okay, I got this. Even though this could have been a total setup. Oh, yeah. Just throwing that out there. But it, they asked her, how the heck can Lazaro use it anyway? Because he's not royal blood. And she explained to them that Lazaro needs her knowledge because she knows about conduits. So he can unlock the full power. Because once it's activated, anyone can use it. Right. So that's where we had gotten that, okay, you and I had both said maybe because it was gloves, maybe it was this. Now we know. It's right. Once active, that sucks for everyone. Yeah, it's a free-for-all. Right. And like I said, the bounty hunters had caught up with them and started shooting. And all of a sudden, oh, hey, guess what? You know who else showed up? Some Republic troops. It's like, you know what? We can't win here. No. <laughs> and our bounty hunters like, oh, great, back up. And they're like, well, it sounds like you want us to do all the work. And ends up shooting the guy. And I'm like, oh. Well, he did pull the gun, so... But yeah, they didn't hesitate and shoot me. No. And I'm like, well, this isn't good. And unfortunately, our gang is getting fired upon when the serologist says like, hey, throw away your guns and cover your ears. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Her weapon was pretty badass. Oh, absolutely it was. Because it disables the troop weapons and kind of started blowing everything up. So it's like, okay, so it targeted the weapons. Got it. That's why she had had them throw theirs away was they had them on them it would have targeted them yes and this is when we get our awesome 3d 360 slow-mo fight because then amaze something like they're unarmed let's get them and she grabs a rock and then we just see like <laughs> blood flying and all this and amaze face it was cracking me up and it's probably yes <laughs> because she's just like that primal like scream that ah in the face yeah. that you make it was great I want to know how many times they had to do that shot. Right. Just to get that face. <laughs> the perfect face. I'm... And instead of grabbing a rock, Isaac grabs a stick. Right. But so unfortunately, <laughs> he has like a branch. It's not going to do much. It wasn't no. even a really big branch. No. <laughs> and they're wearing helmets, dude. Come on. Yeah. But it seemed to be effective. The rocks were doing some damage. That's for sure. Uh, maybe it wasn't great armor? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. Unfortunately, two of the troopers managed to get their hands on our serologist, which is really bad because they couldn't get back in time to grab her. Right. And all of a sudden, there's more troops there with guns that have not blown up. And Isaac's like, Amay, run. I'll distract them. And you get away. 
And she's like, I'm not leaving you. He's like, yes, because you do it. Because if Alita was here, she would have saved the scientists and you can get Winnie and, and you can go do everything. And he gets up and starts running. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I wouldn't call that a run. That was more of a <laughs> really stupid dance. It, yeah. Chicken dance. I don't know. Yeah. And as this is happening and he kind of starts to go, I'm thinking, okay, he's dead, right? <laughs> right. But the Republic guards all get shot all of a sudden. And I'm like, what just happened? Exactly. And they pull back and it was the female bounty hunter. Because she's like, that's for my friend. I'm like, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? It worked. Yeah. And instead of waiting to see if she's going to turn on them, they just kind of like, all right, let's, let's go over here quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Right. So they finally make their way to the impound lot. And are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> the ship has been misplaced. What do you mean the ship has been misplaced? Yeah, how can you misplace a ship that big? Right? <laughs> that happens sometimes. What? Again, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And the guy's like, hey, can you back up? We have a dedicated sadness corner over there. And yeah. it was literally labeled sadness corner. <laughs> which I was cracking up. I'm like, this is not right. Yeah. I mean, they scam you for the train ride, and then they're going to scam you for the impound, too. Right. The sadness corner is the, those that can't pay the impound fee. Oh. I can only imagine that. Let's see, the ticket was five hundred credits. I'm sure the impound fee will be two or three thousand credits. Right, plus all the parking tickets. Right, but this was what was really great. Back at the impound lot, because our two have wandered off. Then we have two members of the parking authority arrive with a device that will keep the ship from leaving, and these two. Oh, looking like a whole nother level because he's like i thought you should see this this was really a lot of tickets i've never seen anything like this right <laughs> and again i'm watching this going oh my god really isaac yeah they were very men in blackish <laughs> oh yeah because apparently they're like i said a whole nother level because like this guy or this guy i don't know is just kind of like oh this is so awesome you're actually here I don't know if it's supposed to be some, like, super boot. I mean, we already see him get rid of a boot before. Uh, I have a feeling this is an EMP device that will knock out the power to the ship. No! (laughs) All right. Well, we don't get to see too much other than Amay and Isaac walking in kind of a desert area. And suddenly it's like, hey, it's Winnie. And it's not just Winnie. It's Alita. It's like, I'm thinking, wait, they parked it way the hell out here? Right. Who took it for a joyride? (laughs) Ferris Bueller right there. What's going on? But there's Alita. And I'm like, really surprised. Yes, very. Because Alita wants the crew together, even if we're not cool. It's like, what? Yeah. And I was really surprised because I totally forgot to mention it. Isaac saying to May earlier, it's like, let's take down Lazaro together. Right. And... Amay admitting that she had feelings, kind of, sort of, for Alita, and that she means more than she thinks. Now, will she tell Alita that when they see her at this point? No. No, probably not. (laughs) But will that come out soon? Maybe. Yeah. Now let's go to the favorite bad guy. And he was at his very best. Oh my god. In this episode. (laughs) He was trying to decide exactly what to call himself. And as he's kind of going through the different titles, it's like, oh, should I be 
the Grand Supreme Leader. Grand Leader Supreme. And as you see, he's looking at his hair then, too. And he's like, oh, I don't like this. And his clothes. And he's like, you call yourself a stylist. And you pull back and you see a stylist on the floor cutting off his own fingers. Right. And you go, oh. Dude, you are freaking batshit crazy. Okay. That's all I'm saying. And the next stylist comes in, tries to avoid looking at what's on the floor happening. It's like, oh, yes. Let's fix this up. And Lazaro has his focus on Reichel and how she's to introduce him. And he's like, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. Well, she's not exactly <laughs> she's... feeling everything either. No. <laughs> and we get to see the press conference at Ariopa. And Reichel introduces Lazaro and it looked like chewing glass. You know, it's like you can see that she didn't want to say what she was saying, but obviously had to. Right. And this is being broadcast around the whole galaxy. So great. And Lazaro, he was being pretty personal, but aren't most dictators. Yes, absolutely. There'll be no more borders. We'll invite everyone, all the leaders, to come to Ariopa for a grand party. No borders, no ports. I don't believe any of it. That's because he's going to kill everyone is what I'm thinking. Yep. And we do get him taking a few photos and ask one of his guard, have my deliveries arrived? Some, but not all. She doesn't trust him at all. No. And when Lazaro goes to see his deliveries, we find out it's the serologist that he decides to pay a visit. He's like, you'll have a great lab. You'll have books. You'll have helpers. And she's like, I'm not giving you anything. I'd rather die. He's like, oh, I love when people like you say stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm like, this is so bad. Do you not see what's on his chest? Well, he used it. She goes green. She's like, of course I will tell you everything. This is bad. Maybe somehow she can still fight it. Or maybe we didn't see her give more information to Isaac and Amay. I don't know. Because I'm not feeling good about this. Right. Yeah, I kind of got the feeling that because of her face covering that maybe she didn't get the full blast because we didn't see her eyes go as green as the other admirals did or Reichel's did. Mm -hmm. Well, let's hope. And she said, all will be revealed. Well, that's kind of open to interpretation. (laughs) So hopefully she can fight it off. Now, as far as the deliveries go... Yeah, I guess that might have been the scientist, or they were also looking for conduits. Oh, see, I didn't catch that. Yeah, at least that was what I was thinking. And that was just because she was telling them about the other conduits that would give it more power. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. (laughs) No. I'm just not digging what's happening because I don't want it to happen. (laughs) Right, yeah, this is going to... What's happening? It just, like, we have three episodes left this season. And if he's able to basically use the steer's head and just affect the entire galaxy. Right. We're so screwed. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. Just super screwed. Well, And they can't get off the planet yet. (laughs) Right. It'll probably take all next episode for them to get off the freaking planet. Oh, don't say that. Maybe it'll be a split kind of episode. I don't know. Well, what do you guys think? Let us know. Shoot us an email at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. And while you're at it, if you can rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you find us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us, tell your friends, because this is a really good show. And it's so, like, quirky and 
kitschy. I love it. Watch it. Make them watch it too. And yes. of course, we hope you're enjoying the podcast. So don't forget to check out www.fangirlzone.com. And anytime you want to reach out, there are several ways. Just go to our contact us page too. If you don't want to send us an email, there's plenty of ways. So for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. No, I'm a fan. I'd just be a bigger fan if he was dead. And until next time.